Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, and welcome to the Nintendo Routine Podcast. That, too, I suppose. I am your host, Triforce Todd, and joining me today is Wario Will. First NEP podcast of 2023. Jeez. And now this new this year. <laughs> oh boy, how what kind of time is gonna come this year from the World of Nintendo? And plus again we have a Splatfest coming up. Oh boy, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, we're we're definitely starting off the <laughs> definitely starting off the year with a lot of things to talk about, that's for sure. Um, we'll talk them with also Skull Kit Scott. Hello. I guess how many times are we gonna have to keep Italian? How many times we write to 2022 on stuff now because that's 2023 i had to think about that yesterday because i had to write a check for uh my comic book store and i was like oh yeah i gotta i gotta write 2023 now he goes yeah don't you dare write 2022 so your check will bounce i'm like please paper isn't that effective at bouncing (laughs) all right but as will alluded to we have a very uh big show for you tonight because because due to the new year and Basically, the what do you want to call it? The news hiatus that we've all been enduring. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, there hasn't been too much to talk about outside of maybe a few news stories of relevance. So, due to that and our annual tradition and the fact that we have a Splatfest this week, we're going to do just three things. We're going to talk about the games we've been playing, go go right to the sell it and splat, and then right after that is the annual, the seventh annual Nintendo Giraffe. So, praise be to seven. Wouldn't it be awesome if all of our predictions came true? Wouldn't that oh, that'd be, be great. <laughs> Let's shoot for the moon, boys. But first, what have you been playing? Persona 5 Royal, haven't you been paying attention? <laughs> oh, what's that? You thought that because I went to work, I would stop playing the game that I am clearly addicted to? You are wrong! <laughs> <laughs> all right. But yes, I have been playing Persona 5 Royal again, but I want to sh- I want to show you how much time a a, a week makes. In, in- <laughs> so from from Christmas the 25th to that's uh, that Saturday, uh the, the 31st, I played roughly about 40 hours in 7. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yes, Will's that's Will's impressed voice, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> But yes, I played 40 hours in a week, which I guarantee you I have not done in a very, very long time. Now, Pokemon, probably was Xenoblade, I think, but not in a long time. In contrast, from this past Sunday, which was the first, to right now, I have only played 10 hours. Mm. And yes, Aww. and last night, at the time of recording... I forced myself to play about 20 minutes because I just felt guilty that I hadn't played Persona all day. <laughs> that's the truth. I played very late because I got hit with work. And I'm like, I got to at least do like 20 minutes. So I did like two days of stuff, you know, confidants and all that. And I felt I felt good. And then today, I have not been able to play it today, but I will before the time is up. But yeah, I went from basically binging the game to Barely having time. That's how much difference a week makes when you don't have work. It sucks. <laughs> I, I mean, again, life yeah. happens. Life It'd be happens, nice to have more free time. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I, am I spoiled? Yes. Um, again, for those who don't remember last week's podcast, I one of my main jobs that it t- takes about three or four hours out of my day wasn't there. And then I already had other things I had already finished, so I was free and clear to just lounge around in my bed all day and basically play Persona. It's been great! 
And now I don't have that anymore, and I am fat. Flipping yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically like how it is without going to the holidays and like uh, New Year's. Like, yep, laying in bed, just like lounging around playing video games, nothing, no work to worry about until <laughs> day after. Yeah, I, I, I miss it. I miss it so much. Moving on. Uh, so what are my continued thoughts? This is this is a fantastic game. It is the, the extra uh, like 13 plus hours from last podcast to now. It's it's still a fantastic game. I love it. I am on I'm in September right now in the game. Okay, 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 okay. So I'm dealing I've just gotten Haru and we're about to deal with her situation. <laughs> um, I am in awe of how deep they're going with if how horrifying these stories are because I'm like because yeah, I just got done with the Futaba one which is a really yeah 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 that oh one, that, that one was really serious. dark that yeah was that was yeah, yeah. so dark and I kind of pieced together what was going on as we were going through the pyramid which was I don't want to say my least favorite one just because it was so difficult at times okay, okay, okay. It, it was it was a challenging one for sure but it was so dark, and I'm like, okay, they can't get any darker than this. Then I meet her, Haru's fiance. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna kill this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill the dad, and <laughs> everybody dies. Uh, AEW reference, but yeah, the game is is a lot of fun. I am enjoying. I enjoyed the the palaces. I've enjoyed the twists. There are a few hiccups here and there. Uh, Morgana's, what do you want to call it, hissy fit. Oh yeah. That, yeah. that part was definitely awkward. Yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. bad. <clears throat> long time yeah. no see, Panther. It hasn't been that long. It's like, like I, I know what they were going for, but it it, <laughs> it, it could have used a little more fleshing out, especially compared to all the other stories. Like, how is it you did yes. the human story yeah, 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 Morgana? Yeah. So it's yeah, I think the Morgana spot, especially with that entire palace here, and it's probably like my least favorite part of this game. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I'm still very much enjoying it. Uh, in terms of my relationship status, I believe I have made my choice. Uh, I, I am going to say this phrase once, and I am never going to say it again. So revel in this, ladies and gentlemen. In terms of my... What do I want to say? My partner that I'm going to have for Joker? Your, your pick, your my, romance my, my, option. My, my, my romance option. Ladies and gentlemen, I am officially hot for teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and you and many other people, man. You and many other people. Well, I mean, Kyle Kyle is yeah. definitely a popular choice. I'll give it that. She's a popular well, choice. If, and I'll admit, I have had it down to three. And I think, I think my real, I don't want to say bias, but my preference has to deal partly with my age because i'm, I'm 33 <laughs> yes i'm old don't laugh at that scott that's not something to laugh at. <laughs> i'm trying to be honest with my heart here you know before you know kawakami steals it and my, my what i mean by that is i am playing a teenager in the game but i i still see myself as an adult so it's not that i don't think some of the like the teenage picks like remember will thought i was going after Anne, but that's not true i mean Anne's fine in like the overall person, not the uh, appearance. Fine, right out of the gutter, you people. Uh, I like Anne, but when I met like Takemi, she just had like this aura. And then when I got to meet Kawakami, and I really got to into her story, I really appreciated that. And then once I got to know Makoto, she's great. But I see, I still see her as like a teen, and I'm like, do I really want to date a teen? You know, like I, I felt weird about that. But then once I got closer to Kawakami, I'm like, 
I just want to make her happy. She's been through so much. And I, I want to, like, be that comfort for her. So, yes, I'm going to choose Kawakami. <laughs> and I found out, though, because I just wanted to make sure I didn't screw up anything, you can go the player route. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, I mean, the game is very old, so everyone knows you can go for the hand route, but it does indeed have a consequence. So, yeah, it, just have on that. But I, if it, we, that. But, yeah, it, I looked it up, and I'm like, because I was curious, like, what does it... I wanted to go. <laughs> I wanted to think of it from like the Mass Mass Effect perspective. Like, what do I get? You know, yeah. like, what's what's the or like even Fire Emblem? Like, what, what's the reward? And it's like, oh, there's some special scenes and yada yada yada. And then I'm like, oh, you could date multiple women. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I was, yeah, I, I there's a funny scene. It. I thought about it, and then I and then I actually got spoiled on what it was. And like, you know what? I'd rather just have one. <laughs> and it actually, it actually does reward you for being faithful just to one oh. like, if one stick to it. So there is there is definitely a moment for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to note for all you Mass Effect fans, I was not loyal in my Shepard run. <laughs> Let's see. It was Ashley. The fir the first you game. went for Ash? Wow. Well, I mean, it's that first run. First, first run. The second run. The I, safe I option. Yeah, the, the safe option. I just, <laughs> I chose her. And then my second run, I had a Li Liara. Yes, uh, the okay. right option. No, <laughs> really, you still. Please, please go on. No, uh, let's see. I then uh, Miranda in two, and three. I can't remember. Maybe I blocked it out, but I definitely. Uh. I don't remember. And I actually asked. I, mean, I looked it up one time. What happens if you do stay faithful and you have this kind of like candlelight visual moment with the picture of your beloved next to you, and it's like. That's unique, but that's not why I'm here, so... <laughs> yeah. Really, for you two. Personally, for me, I'm all the way up to Tali's ship. I'm Tali. Oh, Tali's Tali. Tali. Tali great. Tali's great. Tali's, Tali's great. Um, I, I, liked her, I liked her conversation afterwards. I did get with Tali once, and she was like, you know, my name, my, I'm clogged. I am, you know, wa eyes are watering. I've got a fever, and it was worth. E it's worth every bit. Of <laughs> but, uh, yep, yep. but yeah, I'm loving Fair Persona Five. I can't wait to get back into it. Uh, my weekend is going to be light, so I'm going to be diving back in there for hopefully six hours. And again, I'm 50 hours into this game, and I know I've got at least a couple months to go. It yep, it is big. Time, it's so. big. And I love that. I mean, that's why I love, you know, Xenoblade and and certain other RPGs. I like having uh a lot of time a lot of things to play i like enjoying it not just because it gives me a deeper experience but because it fills up my time until the next game comes out because i got 15 <laughs> days until engage comes out ladies and gentlemen mm, right, i need right, something right, to right. fill the time <laughs> luckily persona <laughs> will give you lots of comp stuff to do <laughs> that oh yeah 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 that's true that is that is I've and tried, like in i'm trying to make use of every day <laughs> like right. and, 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 and every day Right and, and and also as well, if you have played like the PS4, PS5 version, like this game is actually the actually the most easy one to platinum. So yes, I mean, oh, I'm not sure much if any better. Like, to yeah, platinum in terms of quality, like. and to complete because like the original Persona Five was so difficult when it came to trying to complete it. It was rigid. It was rigid in mm -hmm. terms. Of, yeah, yeah. Not difficult in the sense that it was hard. It's difficult in the sense of you actually having to do so much planning to get it all completed. Yes. Yes. 
thankfully in royal they definitely give you some breathing rooms which yeah you can definitely get ahead of the game yeah 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 Yeah, you can platinum in one run which is so nice <laughs> thank you i actually got the special <laughs> wallpaper i don't want to do so four good. runs dang it <laughs> yep 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 <laughs> but if you get four runs you could be with four different ladies okay oh. <laughs> Go, go uh, I already did that in one of my runs already. I paid the price, but it's worth I it. I did do the harem route my first time too. Oh, that's because that was an accident. To guys, be fair, come on. That's because like, uh, oh no, that'd be spoiling something. Yeah. I mean, Anyways, in the anime, they did. You, have I feel like a jerk if I route. said no to one of the people because of how they phrase it. Because the yeah, way they, they phrase it you. doesn't make you think that you're actually dating them. It just means that you're trying to like be there for the person. But you being there for the person means that you start dating them, and it's just like, oh, this was this was rough. Oh, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying this game. I'm glad I finally got it. And uh, Atlas, if you had just you know done this a couple of years previously, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. All right, Will, how about you? What have you been enjoying over the New Year weekend and such? Uh, well, if you nothing really much has changed. I've more or less been lounging about and just like chillaxing for the most part. Like work has been more as like you has kind of drained me. Like, uh, it's taking my enjoyment out of life until the weekend. And the only thing I have, I mean, not even Fall Guys has been going back to me a bit. And like we recently we had the, the Invincible collaboration, which what Invincible? At like point- we had in cons. At this point, like, are you really surprised? I mean, they've had Ultraman, SpongeBob. I think they even have Among Us in Fall Guys. So, like, yeah, I think they had Among Us. They did have Among Us, yes. So, I mean, yeah, they're pretty much going for the Fortnite crowd of the biggest collaboration ever. We're just waiting for Star Wars, yeah, Darth Vader, yada yada yada. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, not not even Fall Guys can get me back to it. I mean, I'm going back here and there, but of course, naturally, Splatoon Three is just what's keep it getting its hold on me even though i'm finished up with catalog and yeah i've there i definitely had like one very good um tower control game where actually match go perfect with into 20 kills i i kid you not i i, I uploaded the clip in, in on my twitter page and yeah just managed to get all singles uh four man wipe wipe out it's just like yeah i was a beast that that night but besides <laughs> from that yeah just continuing with salmon run and just getting ready for the salmon the splatfest that's coming up this weekend aside from um uh per- well personally in my life I-, I will be attending the, the um, final fantasy distant world concert in oh, Carnegie nice. Hall. so yeah uh they actually will have them the singer for uh final fantasy 10 who did a stecky dane a wonderful time wonderful uh, as well as yoko shimomura is going to be making an appearance as well during that night which i actually managed to get a vip ticket and gotta be will be meeting them after the concert so yeah get my copy of um, final fantasy 10 a ps3 version as well as my final fantasy 15 copy by yoko shimomura so that i can't wait for on um, saturday night but gaming wise yeah i'm trying to like i don't know like you get that nagging feeling like maybe it's because of age but you just want to try to will yourself like yeah crawl why do i want to play but the drive is not there anymore uh that's so much bigger and like i only could play it during the weekend or but i just you have no i have no vigor i don't know maybe like the the the, the society of life it's just like it trains away the color of my enjoyment of games. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry for, for uh, causing anybody trauma here on our listeners, but <laughs> yeah, I just kind of have like those days. Like, I want to play Zero. I have a big backlog, but I just 
Yes, you oh. need to beat Xenoblade Will. So talk about the surprise <laughs> twist that I am dying to talk about. <laughs> I went, I'll probably most likely finish even during my vacation to Malaysia in two weeks' time. <laughs> so I think we're going to have a tradition of like, yeah, I'm only able to finish it if I go all the way abroad to Malaysia, like like I did with three, three, uh, yeah. um, uh, three, 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 no, three, three houses, well, three houses, houses, houses. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so, a name. <laughs> whatever it takes, yeah. Will, I just we need to talk about it. I, don't I know, I know. I like, I'm You're right there. I probably have to either. download the season pass. I'm not, but I'm probably farther now. <laughs> oh, he is. Oh, you are. Oh, you <laughs> are. You are. I'm still, I'm still in the Ethereum C. I'm, I'm like doing that one word colony thing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm past that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah. Well, that's I the mean, only thing I'm just going for. There's seven chapters in Xenoblade 3, right? No, there's more than that. There's eight? Okay. Eight? I think chapters last I could call. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Look it up so you, so you don't get spoiled. How many chapters in Xenoblade 3? Oh, there are seven chapters. Uh, yeah, I thought it was seven. Okay. I'm on the last chapter, so I'm close to the end. It felt, it felt longer. Okay. It, I mean, <laughs> chapters like one through three felt super long just with like you just getting invested in the story. Then four and five is like when things start going really fast. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then six is just—I'm not saying anything on six. No, don't. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an okay, experience. Okay, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, like I'm still just checking the sea right now and just like want to finish up everything before we head to the main story plot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I'll definitely get get on that as soon as I can. I'm like level uh, sixty-four right now. I know, I know, my words are empty. <laughs> I know, I know. And just just remember, I beat it in like two weeks, so I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm slow. Oh, <laughs> right, I mean, and that of course had sort of count over going to the season pass thing of getting the new year with that challenge, the costumes, yada yada yada. Oh, wait. oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott, what about you? So as previously said, I have been playing some of Xenoblade finally again. <laughs> um, though I've also been playing a bit of uh. More Neptunia games to get oh, myself nice. pumped okay, up okay, for okay. the new Neptunia game coming out this month. Because mm -hmm. Sisters versus Sisters is coming out, which is one I'm excited for because it's finally gonna not be a crossover game. Neptunia for like the last like seven or so years have been nothing but like crossovers. <laughs> ah, right, right, right. Like so, I it's know, finally but... not a crossover game. We're finally having a game that kind of I don't I wouldn't say kind. I mean, it kind of advances the story. But at the same time, Neptunia games kind of like don't have stories, but do. It's kind of just, it's hard to describe. It's Wait, parody what? in parody. Wait, what? Yes. A game like Neptunia doesn't really have a story? Gosh, it, I would... It does, but they're not whoa, 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 whoa. Dear host, sir, I will argue there is legit story in the in Neptunia. Sure. Again, yes. it's a parody within parody of the game industry, uh -huh. and it recalls very much a lot of good things about the game industry. So uh -huh. basically, it's a great history piece. It's a great history piece, and it does make a lot of fun, especially Especially because uh, the one that I'm going through, which is uh, Rebirth V, okay, does okay. talk a lot about like the introduction of, say, like Lean Box and how so many complaints there were about how bulky the the console was at launch <laughs> compared to its competitors. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's just fun to see like those kind of moments because like yeah, this actually was complaints people had with the Xbox, especially their stupid Duke controller. <laughs> oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. 
Yep, yep. And like, of course, there are um, references to like the old Sega stuff, like the Engage. The yeah, old, they have the, like, old... the Engage, and then they like discuss briefly like the Dreamcast of how there's so much good hardware but no software to like implement it. <laughs> it's just like mm-hmm. that's kind of true. <laughs> right, right. And of course, like naturally, the later games were like on PSP, Vita, like yep. yeah, those things were like one-off shoots. It doesn't really add too much. Okay, oh, um, um Noir. It's just like yeah, have a solo adventure. Um, LeBlanc is just like, like doing a, a movie skit, some sort. If I remember correctly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was definitely an interesting time for my DFX with those Neptunia games. Yeah, yeah. and so a fun thing I'm excited about with this Neptunia game is Sister Sisters is going to basically be tackling the mobile phone industry of gaming. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, interesting. So I really want to see just how, like, satire this will be. <laughs> I mean, if anything else, they, that's one I appreciate the script writing in regards. It's like, they know how to take punch it. They could take jabs at them, especially, like, oh, the monetization. Because, like, yeah, even, like, they parry so much of, like, companies like Bandai Namco. I mean, heck, yep. like, he gusts, literally gust. And like yep. all these different companies, so they, they that's make fun I of really... so many like companies, but also like they do it in a respectful, sat- satirical way, but it's at the same yes. time still poking fun at them. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I guess like I'm very excited to see how they do that with mobile gaming. I wonder if we're gonna see like other ones like Tenesset make a like make an appearance. Tencent. Oh yeah, that's a big because that Tencent. that's made, that, like that company's been trying to trying to basically destroy mobile markets. So I figure yep. that that will probably be somewhere in this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, right, of course, for the big giant that's moving over <laughs> the mobile market, like, oh, yes, a, a certain... Uh, 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 so, it, it, these games have stories, but the problem of Neptunia is not necessarily that each story is relevant to the next game or to the previous game. They kind of just, like, have time pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, there's so lots of, like, the old Neptunia games are just, like, time piece of how the game industry was at that time. And just with like having the same kind of characters or in some cases you'll have like say in falcom's case where they have two big in like two big like uh kind of like studios working on like two big different franchises like mm-hmm. the trails and east they'll have two different characters rep uh represent them because of that which is kind of humorous shows like the older falcom and the younger falcom <laughs> right right now i'm just thinking about it right now like the way you describe it oh my god i just realized that that natuna gives is basically like the shrek movies i'm just excited for neptunia coming out but yes i will be picking up fire emblem engage and same thing so that'll be interesting because i'll be getting my fire emblem engage apparently the 23rd and the sisters sisters comes out the 24th Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, and yeah, next week is gonna be the, the Sephiroth and uh Kazuya Amiibo, which I can't wait to get those things. And that's yeah, exciting. <laughs> yes, yeah, Amiibo's finally coming out again, baby. Sephiroth I mean, Amiibo. I'm not gonna be getting either of those because I'm still waiting on Sora. <laughs> not even Sephiroth, wow. I mean, I like Sephiroth and I like like the other Final Fantasy characters, but I told myself I only want to get four amiibos so I can just have the four fighting each other. <laughs> and so my fourth one is going to be Sora. <laughs> All right. I have Link, Young Link, and Cloud as my three right now. Mm, okay, okay. And yeah, just uh, F- Amiibo on uh, newscast right now, because they are announced like getting ready for um, Tears of the Kingdom. They will be bringing back like much of the um, uh, Zelda series, like from uh, Twilight, uh, all, all the, like, the, the Link forms, as well as like the recent um, 20th anniversary uh, Link forms as well. So they bring back a lot of the, the Zelda series back. So That makes sense. Yeah, I want that. 
Uh, but yeah, so I'm waiting on Sora. I was initially gonna do Joker as my fourth, but then when Sora oh! got announced, I was like, screw that. <laughs> Sora, yeah, I'm all so the happy way. I got my Joker. I'm so happy I got my Joker. I want to get. I mean, I did eventually want to get Joker, but at the same time, I'm not willing to spend 200 bucks on it. <laughs> Shit, I, yeah, I'm at the beginning, boy. I got two. Jokers I should have, but I wasn't. I'm, I'm still not really an amiibo collector. I like get the ones that I want. <laughs> right. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I and I'm sorry, we're one. kind of alienating our dear host here because, yeah, we are talking about a certain piece of culture. He does not understand. <laughs> so, yes. He understands amiibos, just I have, he likes. I have amiibo. <laughs> I have six amiibo. I just don't have Ike. I just, I've tried to get Ike. It's just I've never been able to find him. So, whatever. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, hopefully he'll be coming well, since we got Martha and. Uh, yeah, hopefully Burns, he so comes. Like, I hope they have a new one with like Engage. That'd be kind of a. Like a good place to put it. Yeah, speaking of engaged, that was actually one of the few pieces of news that was relevant is that there have been a bunch of previews about engage coming out. And the overall consensus based on what they played is that the gameplay is solid, the visuals are great, the story is either hit or miss depending on who you talk to. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's an honest way of saying it this time. They said that it's not as deep as like. What we have with three houses which is fine because it's a linear path it's not gonna yeah. be a branching path of any kind that we know of and if, it, if there is they have not made that clear um so this is gonna be and, and that that is in line with what other previews have said and that it's a more classic style of fire emblem game in terms of you know how it plays how the story goes you know singular enemy with the fell dragon this different fell dragon from grima just making that clear um and there is a lot of fan service, which was through the, the, the emblem rings and the lords that you get. So yep. we all knew this was going to be a different kind of Fire Emblem game, like because of the emblem rings and the visuals. But it still seems like this is going to be a very good entry into the series. It won't be as, let's say, revolutionary as like Three Houses or Fates or even Awakening. But it's still going to be a solid entry. And I'm fine with that. As long as it's a good game for me to play and enjoy. I don't need it to be as deep or grand as Three Houses. It's okay going like a step back to embrace classics before pushing forward with something else. Yeah. I think, I think this game, and, I, and the more I think about it, the more it feels right. I think this game was made in response to Fire Emblem Heroes. <laughs> like, think about it. Because it's almost the same thing. You're getting a character who is getting support from all the heroes of the past, or like major heroes of the past. And that's what Fire Emblem made like a billion dollars, multiple billions of dollars off of, right? Or was it just a billion? Yeah, maybe, uh, it's over. <laughs> I know it's over at least one billion. Okay, like the it's idea, still a lot of moolah. It's still a lot of moolah. Okay, and it's off a mobile game, a Nintendo mobile game that's not Pokemon. So, I think this was a response to that, say like, hey, what if we kind of put this idea of bringing the pack the past heroes into like a console title? And that's why we're getting this. And I'm not opposed to that as long as it's quality. But next time, definitely, they need to go back to kind of like, you know, Fates or Three Houses and have something a little more original. But we'll, we'll see how it all plays. We'll see how it all plays. Yeah. Speaking, yeah. Of, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of playing, I will be playing a lot this weekend because I completely forgot about the Splatfest. That should show you yep. how much Persona has, <laughs> has uh, you know, what's the word? Stolen your heart. <laughs> sure. In this case, yeah. Uh, stole my heart, confiscated my time, et cetera, et cetera. We were getting ready for the podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, Splatfest is this weekend. So, you know, I got to represent. 
But yes, it is time for the first Splatfest of the season. And it is a battle of taste, which is a perfect segue from what Will was talking about earlier. <laughs> and But what kind of taste? You know, is it the... I was going to make a percent of five joke, but I'm not going to now because it might be a little risque. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, I, I was, I was going to make a joke. I was like, nope, catch yourself, Todd. Don't, don't screw yourself over too much quickly in 2020. We're a PD, PD podcast. Yes, oh, we yes. are. And I, I am proud of that. All right? I am proud of that. Okay, but what kind of taste? Do you prefer foods that are sweet in nature? Do you like the sour texture of things because you want to test your fortitude? Or do you like spiciness because you just want to chug water all of a sudden <laughs> i couldn't really think of a better phrase than that i'm sorry <laughs> but, i mean uh, apparently water is worse for when well, you, yeah, want, to you chug want milk, milk when it comes to spicy stuff oh i know <clears throat> but people, people don't listen to mythbusters so they no they don't <laughs> yeah but yes sweet sour or spicy time to settle it and splat So, as always, we are each going to take a topic, and we will go from left to right as uh, the order, sorry, left to right in order of what was shown in the original Splatfest image, which means spicy is going first, which is moi. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit and give you a detailed story of my life. My father is a great man. I look almost exactly like my father, with the exception being my hair. If you, if you know, you know. And I am proud of many of the things I got for my father. But two of the things I'm glad I didn't get for my father is A, my hair, which I got for my mom, and two, my love of spicy food. My father, for whatever reason, is allergic to onions and he cannot eat peppers. Like, so if we go to McDonald's, he has to make sure he says no onions on the burger. If we get a pizza, we can't get like Supreme, which is my favorite kind because it has onions and peppers on it. I love this stuff. He can't eat it. And so I revel in the fact that I can eat spicy food because it, I love the kick. All right. And yes, your mouth burns, but so does, oh, I was going to make a vodka joke. Nope. Not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> it's a burn, but it's a good burn. Okay. But why do we eat spicy foods? Because sometimes you just want to feel it. When you eat sweet food, yeah, you feel it. When you eat sour foods, you really feel it, but you regret it later. When it's spicy foods, it's like a challenge. Like think of like the spicy jelly beans, all right, or the or the the pepper challenges that we've all done. Yes, we all have done it, haven't we, co-hosts? Haven't we? Haven't we? I've I've done a I've done a pepper challenge, haven't you? No, you all suck. I'm asking honestly now. Have you ever like had a pepper challenge? I have had like some spicy stuff, but not a, a pure uh, pepper like jalapeno challenge. Okay, Scott. I have not done a proper pepper challenge, but I have had. Kind of peppers. <laughs> the point here is that we find ways to make things spicy because we want to test ourselves. We want to say, can I endure this without breaking? Can I eat this pepper? Can I have this jelly bean? And yes, there are spicy jelly beans. Look it up. And it, it, no, really, like look up BTE. Yes, they yes. Whole, they did a whole segment on it and they got the guy with the biggest stone face to cry after eating a spicy jelly bean. It was great. But they're out there. And we're like, like chips. 
Like there are so many different kinds of spicy chips out there. Why do we do it? Because we love the challenge. We want to say, I ate this and I came out on top. And yes, I have done a pepper challenge. It was a New Year's party at my church. Kid you not. Oh. <laughs> at first, I was the only one to sign up. I didn't, I don't know why, but then a couple other people did it. And I'll admit, I failed the challenge. I did. I did not go out first, though. I am proud of that. I actually exposed the guy who went out first because he actually threw up into the tablecloth and he tried to hide it. And, and uh, was, oh, dang. Yeah, and so I'm, oh, when I say throw up, he mean like spit up, you know, like he tried to eat it and he failed, like that kind of thing. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. If, trust me, if it was like throw up, throw up, they would have noticed really quick. <laughs> they would have smelled that. <laughs> so I'm like trying to chug a pepper and he's spitting up into the cloth and trying to hide it. And I'm like motioning to him, like say like he did it. It was, it was great. And then this was before my Mythbusters knowledge. So I ran out of the room and I went immediately to the water fountain. Uh, it didn't work. So then I tried, there was some milk in a local, in a nearby fridge and it kind of worked. And I remember sitting there against the wall, just like mouth open, trying to just get the heat out of my <laughs> Do I regret it? Maybe a little for my age, for my age. It was like 12 at the time, I think. And, but it was, it was just worth it. And then later on in life, I just, I, I would get the very spicy cheeses when we would do like chips and dip, you know, or oh, um, yeah. when I make my enchilada meal, I like having the mild kind of uh, enchilada sauce because it has that kick. And I can tell when mom gives me an extra uh, helping of spice because it, I, I feel the kick more you, you just you want to feel it you want to feel alive and what makes you feel more alive than being burned on the inside <laughs> now, okay I'll, 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 i'm just saying i'm just saying but now look i acknowledge spices aren't for everyone my father is a great example he i'm not kidding when i say he's allergic to onions he will break out um but that just means you're wimps all right. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. you're really going to go for the get good mechanic here? <laughs> yeah, oh. get good. Oh, I, oh, I can't handle the spice. Then build yourself up. Build up the tolerance. And then chug it. All right? Bite down on that cayenne pepper. All right? Eat eat the, eat the those chips that are so spicy they can actually make your heart stop. As proven on Dirty Jobs. Uh, they, they, they made it. I'm not it's a telling a story, but the cameraman like was in tears and had to lie down after biting into a chip that was really, really hot. And the and the owner of the chip is like, Oh, this isn't that bad. <laughs> See, he built up the tolerance. He built up the tolerance. That or no more taste buds. <laughs> Either option is acceptable here. So all I'm saying is, you know, are the other two good? Yes, I like sweet foods. And I remember as a kid having warheads. Ooh, those things are wow. Like mm -hmm. I, I've had all three, but if you were asking me, like, what would I want for like that one meal? I get at give me the spicy because I could say, oh yeah, I ate that, and my bad, my bad breath is an indicator of just how spicy I am on the inside now. You're welcome, America, and whoever, whoever else is listening to us. I'm sure, I'm sure we're global at this point. I'm sure. I'm sure at least Canada. I mean, I have listened listening. to this podcast in Malaysia while I was. <laughs> we got Malaysia. <laughs> All right, so next up is sweet, and that is Will. Yeah, so uh, what you're more or less describing on Team Spicy is basically, like, 
basically it's basically of the same coin like the meaning of life is basically pain and pleasure and you only you cannot live life without going through pain and without and you just want to go through pains that you know yet you've lived i mean i'm getting that moment in final fantasy 10 too like yeah hunger is the best uh, indicator that you have lived and yes pain is that but Unfortunately for many people, they can't stomach the, the pepper. And yes, I'm coming from a Malaysian origin family, and you know how spicy they are. And yes, I am probably being blasphemous here, but as far as concerned, why on earth we want to go through so much pain? Yes, you live, but at what was the cause from having spitting out flame in both ends? And yes, I literally mean both ends. And personally, and I cannot do spicy just because, like, one is just like. Do you want to go through that pain? Like, heck, I even have, have I literally carry some mace around me and like, even just like, if you have you ever been pepper sprayed? Like, yeah. Or even have this, the, the third hand degree of being in the vicinity of a pepper spray. It ain't fun. It ain't fun. Tasting it or being inflicted on it, it is not fun. So like, there are like, and of course, this is probably one thing I cannot wait to actually play this song if my team suite actually wins next weekend. And of course, you know, and ironically enough, we did talk about SpongeBob. Yes, that sweet, sweet <laughs> victory. I cannot, if, if that's if we win this next one. So, why do I argue that team sweet is indeed the better tasting of the three? Uh, what's not sweet about it? Pun intended. Like, you live through life. Going through so much pain, a la the pepper spray. You live through so much dullness of all the okay, sure, you could use all the three kind the three tasting condiments of, of spicy or sour. But what is it that brings you joy? What is it that just like ah, oh, this is so good. I could eat this thing for days on end. Sure, of course, you gotta balance yourself out. Of course, you don't want to get diabetes, but there is nothing more better than having a sweet tasting sensation on your mouth. Like, okay, like, of course, naturally, the one of the most addicting thing of sugar, of course, that thing being out in the world, is just something that you, it, it just hits that, that monkey brain of yours, just like, yeah, I need it. I need it. Again, this is a technically, um, uh, how do I properly, uh, uh addictive substance, <laughs> as best I can describe it. And, yeah, just, I don't know, when you have, like, a cake or pie or just, like, something of that sweetness, candy, chocolate, whatever sort that it may be, you know, it's like, uh, this is, like, a warm hug on a, on a hard day or just having that comfort food, like, yeah, just hit me with that sugar. Just hit me with that sugar. And there's just something about it that, like, it works on cakes, it works on drinks, it is all, it's pretty much a universal ingredient, a universal taste that anybody can enjoy. Like, you want to go through pain? Fine. You want to go through something that breaks your mouth? Like, oh, but it makes you pucker? Fine. But everyone can agree that teams that be having something sweet in your mouth is just like, bellissimo, chef's kiss. From cakes and all, all that. And just how Fry also um, argues in her, in her combo with the other two is just, yeah. Like, wow, you two are just living in pain and, and puckering up. I'm just enjoying the sweet life of the sweet tasting taste of life. So, yes, I'm going to go with team argue with that team sweet is indeed the better tasting sensation of the three. And other, the other two, yeah, uh, enjoy your pain. I'll enjoy the sweet life. Thank you. <laughs> I swear you were going to say the sweet life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sweet life. They've got you trained. <laughs> he's, he's been Disney-fied, Scott. Get right away. <laughs> 
No. Next thing, next thing you know, he's going to praise Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, Mr. Sourpuss himself, Scott. <laughs> I went there. Alrighty. So I'm going to do also a fun little story from my life. <laughs> but basically, back when I was in uh, elementary school and middle school, I'd always join one of my friends a lot of the time for either meals or just have lunch with them. And they constantly were big with sour foods. And they also also really, really, really loved the Lemonheads and the Warheads. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> uh, initially, I was just kind of confused on why they did it until he told me that he doesn't taste the bitter in the sour. It's just he can... He says that he tastes the actual taste of the sour, and it's one of his favorite, like, tastes of all time, which is why he's so big with, like, lemons and stuff like that. So you notice that there's a lot more to the sourness than you really anticipate or speculate. And knowing that, I used to have fun eating the sour stuff with him, but I still, you know, puckered the lips because I did not get the fun, unable to taste the bitterness of the sour puck. <clears throat> so, it's also, though, made me appreciate some of the things that we do, because when you look at, like, say, you get water from a restaurant or from, well, really anywhere, one of the first things you won't want to do is put, like, a lemon or a lime in it to give it some flavor and texture that water or something that ordinarily doesn't have. So it's a good thing to, like, kind of cleanse your palate, as well as a good thing just to have when you want... Well, something to add flavor to the water that's not too sweet for you because something that's either like too sweet or too spicy kind of uh, can mess with your taste buds a bit. <clears throat> and it's really hard to kind of gauge that sometimes when you have like something that's too sweet or something that's too sour. Because say like you have like a vanilla extract, you put it in and it's way too sweet when it's just like a drop or two. But when you have like say a citrus lemon, you can just put quite a bit of it before you actually can really taste it. Um, but it does give you some notice of <clears throat> sour things do tend to have like your lips puckered up because, you know, they just tend to make you f- have that kind of feeling that there's just something that doesn't really feel like it wants to be on your mouth. But at the same time, it does. And it's just like one of those weird feelings where it's just like you want it, but you don't. And I think that's one of my favorite things about sour food in general is just having that kind of sensation uh, it's something that you know that you want, but at the same time, you don't at the same time. And so having, like, say, a lemon or a lime or, like, an orange, something that's just a little bit sour can give you a lot more kind of mileage so you don't have to constantly be eating so much stuff all the time. It's a lot easier to help regulate yourself when you have sour foods than with, well, usually other foods. Especially sweet. You definitely are not good at regulating sweet foods. So that's one of the reasons why I think sour is the way to go, because it's the best for regulation. It also is usually done with a lot of healthier, more stable kind of diets, especially for someone like myself who needs to have that more healthy diet, because I'm getting up there in my own years. And diets are something I actually have to do with now. And so sour foods are a big reason for why that's a good thing. And I think that is a reason why I think sour should take the victory. 
the best like to regulate it. and have. <laughs> I, I, I like the regulation aspect. That's really clever because you're right. When you, when what like I kept saying, you do the spicy food because of the challenge. So you you're going for that one extra pepper. You're going yeah. for that one extra chip. And then with sweets, you don't want to stop because it's just <laughs> so good. With sour, you're like you know you're limited. You know what? I'm good. You know you you, you have the sensation, and then you're like you know what? I don't need that that third warhead. I'm good with two, <laughs> or I'm good with one. You know, and I, I like that. That's that's clever. That's that's and it's it's accurate. <laughs> I think that's accurate. Well, um, I would say it is. But oh, that's no, just. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's my own experience at least no, I, <laughs> there I, may be some guy out there who just like revels and just overeating sour things but i don't know who that guy is <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure there may be one out there it's just like yes sour and all and all. yeah so but yes this is, this is gonna be an interesting one uh and remember this is the first official splat fest with the new uh tricolor splat rules so you'll be able to do the tricolor battles uh, all the time, not all the time, but once we get to the halfway point, you can do them all the time, and there's going to be a new stat based on how well you do in tricolor. So if you want to focus on that, by all means. And then if you want to focus on team or solo or elite, by all means. You have more options than you ever have had before. So I'm curious how that's all going to work out. Um, just to pull back the curtain to wrap this up, we're all on Team Sweet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, I, I no doubt about there would be some people who actually prefer spicy in in comparison. I mean, again, besides from being a Shiver fan and all of that, but yeah, like why, why Team Sweet is just basically the consensus. I mean, again, sugar is the most addictive substance here. I'm sorry. Uh, it's also the most addictive. <laughs> Look, here's the way I see it. Uh, when I got done with Christmas, my mother, in her infinite wisdom, said, hey, Todd, you want to take some of these desserts home? I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I can do that. So we had, like, this little uh, sweet fruit uh, delight dish that we make. It's really great. And then Mom gave me some uh, chocolate-covered peanut, uh, peanut butter cups. Like, not like Reese's, but, like, homemade, like, with sprinkles on top. And I'm like, okay. And then she gives you these peppermint cookies that, like, melt in your mouth, and it's, like, so good. And then my grandma gave me her gift, which was a nice big pile of fudge that she gives me every year. Oh, God. So I had fruit delight, peppermint, chocolate-covered peanut butter cups, and chocolate fudge. If I ate them to the level that I wanted to, I'd be, like, 10 pounds heavier right now. Um, so I've had to fight for the fight for moderation. All right. I've had to treat it like it's sour <laughs> and regulate myself, but it was not easy, ladies and gentlemen, but I will eat every single thing. Uh, and I have already, I, I have, I've eaten three of the four so far The the fudge I'm taking very slowly. Cause it's, it's a lot of fudge. Like she made me a whole pan full of fudge. All right. But yeah, I I'm, I'm addicted to sweets. I, that's why I have a gut. <laughs> and, and, same and, here same here and i wasn't lying about the spicy foods i love supreme pizza i try and have that as much as i can because i really like the, the, the taste especially for my local uh pizza place and i have done peppers and i'll eat spicy chips and cheese but they're not the things i actively seek out right 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 mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'll eat them when they're there you know like like i said have the challenge you know feel alive you know make it burn and but then i'll go back back to the sweets you know 
and sour foods. <laughs> I don't. I think sour. Sour is easily my least. Like that's my third. If I was to rank them, it'd be sweet, spicy, and sour. <clears throat> I used to have like warheads as a kid, but I don't eat sour foods anymore. If I do, I don't even know what they would be. Yeah, I like sour foods, but I still think sweet's the better one. I have a lot of uh, like lemonade and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm actually drinking cranberry juice as we speak right now. So yeah, <laughs> it's like it's, the citrus sour things, like especially from citrus stuff, it definitely has that uniqueness. That yeah, it does. Like it definitely wakes you up. And plus, again, it's also a good hydrate if you don't have water, scientifically wise. Yeah, but, yeah. Like aside from everything else, like personally for me, again with sugar, it's just yeah, it's sugar, man. Like nothing wrong go wrong with sweet. And like again, the way you just described it, your grandma's fudge, she's you're making me hungry. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, sugar be from like as I said, I'm just looking at the combo here back in from Spratha. It's like, yeah, the sugar life be like having sugar on your on your coffee or anything of that sort. Like, yeah, it just works. And people love sugar. I mean Yes, like we need to go and endure the harshness and bitter life, the the heart, the pain of spiciness, or like the pain of sourness. But heck, we need something sweet. And these days around, especially after the year we had, yeah, I think we need something sweet, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I've been eating sweet since Christmas, so I I I know where my what camp I am in, ladies and gentlemen. So, but yes, yeah, so the Splatfest is this weekend from Friday to Sunday. So go check it out when you can. Go participate, support. Your favorite taste, and okay, I'm gonna be honest here though. I really hope we have a better one next time. I'm not saying this is a bad choice, but it's basic. It's, it's basic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, basic. All right. So they could have done worse, but especially after the Pokemon Triple Threat and waiting a month because of Big Run, we I feel we could have done better. I, I mean, let's just hope it's not gonna be as like the 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 other um I don't know the most oddest one which is like which one is better uh above or below the toilet paper roll oh <laughs> that yeah was that was great that was great and yet you know we laugh but there are people who have wars over that all right <laughs> it was if you recall it was a, the the focus of a uh toilet paper commercial campaign it, they, Sorry, i remember i remember that okay so we laugh but people have probably died because of this <laughs> all right and now ladies and gentlemen it's time. It's time for the seventh annual Nintendo Draft. Please welcome the commissioner of the Nintendo Draft, Talios Tyler. Yay! Boys! Oh, yeah. I forgot oh, about yeah! that. He usually is a commissioner. I completely yeah! forgot. Um, yeah, Tyler ain't here. <laughs> it's not obvious at this point in the show. Tyler ain't here. Which is a first. He is, this is the first time he has missed his role as commissioner. I don't want to say he's fired. But I'm not not gonna say he's fired. <laughs> All right, think of him like Kevin McCarthy. Uh, now I'm joking. <laughs> That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. Uh, no, uh, Tyler's not here, so I guess I will be benevolent again and take over his role. And this time, I am making sure that I am not 
losing the notepad entry with all of our drafts. So. <laughs> Funny enough as well, I was looking through my uh, notepad myself in my phone, and I actually had last year's, uh, my picks last uh, year, so yeah. Yeah, and then Scott <laughs> found his. I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. <clears throat> To be fair, I had like seven. I don't. I didn't shoot. I didn't say which ones I chose on it. <laughs> All right. So, as is tradition now, the winner of the draft is going to go last, and then the then we're going to go in reverse order of who was second and who was first. So Will won, so he yep, will yep. go third. Scott and I tied. So let's just do this fairly. Will pick a number between one and twenty. Nineteen. Gosh dang it. You're not supposed to tell it. <laughs> how do you not know how this works? <laughs> like, I was, I was good. I was not expecting. Mm, dang it, Simmons. Okay, let's try this again. Pick a number now between 1 and 30 and don't tell us. Okay, okay. It's yeah, that's better. Okay, oh, okay. Sheesh. I shouldn't have had to say it. <laughs> Why would I ask? Never mind. Scott, pick, pick a number. Seven. I... I'm going to pick 15. Who was closer, Will? Uh, That would be our dear host. Okay. What was the number? Please don't say 19. 25. Okay. <laughs> or 6 to 4? There's a deep cut. All right. So, yeah. So, I will go uh first. Scott will go second. And Will will go last. And given our time, what do you think? Three or four rounds, gentlemen? Let's see. The entire time period. I do, we, we could do for four if we if we have time. Okay, we'll we'll start with three, but if we need to, we'll go to four, and this will really test us on how far we can predict our Nintendo uh, hopes and wishes. Now, for those who are just joining us with the draft, we try and predict what Nintendo is going to do in the calendar year of 2023, from January 1st to the 31st of December. It can be a game announcement, it can be a hope that we th we want Nintendo to do, or as Will did last year. Uh, something that we don't want Nintendo to do, like with NFTs. Which, Thankfully, it did not. <laughs> that helped him win. I'm just saying, he got two out of three. That was one of the ones he got right. So, as long as it is Nintendo-related in some facet, it is viable on the draft. So, it could be a radical pick. It could be a safe pick. It is what you are comfortable with. And then whoever gets the most points at the end of the year wins the draft. So... I will go first, as we have stated, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go a safe pick. I want to at least get one point on the board. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I'm going to ask it somewhat specific, but I'm going to say it clearly. We're going to get Metroid Prime Four by June. I can't. I can't. Okay, I, I, I don't even know if we're. You're get getting someone's game. hopes up. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, we're going to get it right after Breath of the Wild Two or Tears of the Kingdom, whatever the heck you want to call it. Okay. Getting this game. No. <laughs> Uh, my safe pick is no more Scarlet Violet level screw-ups. Let me be specific. Mm -hmm. now, we talked about this last week or the week before with the Tears of the Kingdom. They cannot release a first-party game that is buggy as heck. I don't care if it's Fire Emblem, Kirby, Zelda, or whatever else uh, is on their first... Okay, I'm going to make it clear here. First party. If it's third party, that's not always their fault. Can we acknowledge that? Yes, that's I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, that that's like that's like blaming Nintendo for the end of Bayonetta three. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, what if that was their idea? Ah! No. Uh, but yes, if first party games, they cannot have another Scarlet Violet level 
glitchy debacle. That was the reasons we're still talking about this is because of how noticeable it still is in the game. And the Pokemon company said, oh, yeah, we're going to fix it. We're waiting. <laughs> there are people still finding bugs months <clears throat> later, ladies and gentlemen. And it's it's still a thing to post your Poke bugs that you find. So they're still hilarious as heck, though. They are so hilarious. I mean, if nothing else, the, the hilarity value was kind of worth it. But I still put Arceus over Scarlet and Violet. And I even put that in another article I wrote, I wrote for another website today uh, because I, I believe it. I believe that this is... It, RCS is better than Gen 9, but that's because of the bugs. Why? How did this get cleared? I'm, I'm, ah. So, regardless of the first party title, they, it cannot have the level of bugs that Scarlet and Violet had because we'll know if it does. Between the reviews and the, the online discourse, we'll know. And Nintendo will suffer. So, my prick is no more uh, first party buggy releases. I'm I'm confident in that, but then again, I've been wrong before. <laughs> I've been wrong before. Also, I wouldn't have expected Scarlet and Violet to go through that. So there you go. Let's die. <laughs> Not bitter at all. <laughs> Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. All right, Scott, what is your first round draft pick? All righty. So I'm also going to do a safe pick for my first round. By all means. Nintendo will not reveal a Switch Pro this year. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I would actually be, I think it'd be hilarious if they did. Like, and then Scott goes, but my safe pick, this was the safe pick. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm writing it down. No Switch Pro announcement. And that was actually, and we'll talk about this in a sec. Or I, I could be talking about it now. Um, that was another piece of news that was really interesting. The One of the few pieces of news that were interesting this week. A lot of people are saying that uh, Tears of the Kingdom is going to be the last, quote, big Nintendo Switch game. Hmm. Which is odd for all sorts of reasons. <laughs> because I get... But this isn't just one person saying, I want to be clear on this. This is multiple insiders saying that they've heard that after Tears of the Kingdom, there will not be another big Switch game for a while. Hmm. I mean, if anything from that Reddit leak of basically that uh, Switch OLED with Tears of the Kingdom from that design, if it was any hint, then eh, perhaps that. I mean, again, I mean that Switch OLED looks cool. Yeah, I, I don't think that I don't think that indicates anything other than you know Nintendo wants them to buy that OLED, buy more Switches, buy more Switches. <laughs> Which I probably will be getting that one, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Make it print money. <laughs> So, yeah, I, but I think that there, the reasoning for this was because of that report uh, a while ago that there was a Switch Pro apparently, but they canceled it to focus on the next Switch co or the next Nintendo console. We did, we did mention that. I yeah. mentioned that last last week, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's just. I don't think that's the case. We didn't know much of last year's, which I can now say, yeah, uh, we didn't know much of 2022's roster until the first Nintendo Direct. And that revealed so much of what was coming, including Strikers Battle League and Three Hopes and Xenoblade. Uh, we knew about Splatoon, I think, or did we? Doesn't matter. So, I'm, I'm. If we, if we don't get a big announcement by the Nintendo Direct, then maybe. But I have faith in the Nintendo Direct. But that will hopefully come next month. That's not my draft pick, obviously. <laughs> All right. That's the hope. <laughs> that's the hope. So, but yeah, I, I, I feel that's a safe pick, but. Uh, if you gotta get the points some way, right? You got you gotta get the points. So 
I, I think that's a good one. And it, it would be so hilarious if they do announce a Switch Pro. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they do that like on April Fools? Would that count? No. <laughs> uh, uh, would that be hilarious though? <laughs> they made it as an April Fools joke to know your point, maybe that would be funny. <laughs> oh crap, Nintendo's listening. No. <laughs> I just I mean weirder things have happened, man. Weird weirder things have happened. I, I don't Trail, know. We are living in a strange society these days, right? Right. You're saying we live in a society, Will? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Will, it is your turn. And remember, you due to the snake draft we always do, you get the ne- this pick and the next pick, the first pick of the second round. So, all right. So for this one, like I'm gonna go a little bit more. Reach for stars a little bit, and I'm gonna go for the high, a little bit highball of basically. We are getting a new Mario Three adventure in the winter season. And the way I'm my, my I'm processing this is basically like again we now we have some time period waiting in between since Odyssey and like yeah I think we may be in in league to get something related to Mario this time and of course naturally um getting ready for the Mario movie so I expect I don't know maybe in regards to like getting something in Mario of a Mario 3D adventure once again like of course obviously they're not gonna top Odyssey but what will be the next step for Mario will it be good will it be bad I don't know we're definitely in due for something Mario related I mean yeah sure Mar- Mario movie great I mean by all means don't get Chris Pratt to voice Mario again that's that's Charles Martinet's throne and <laughs> just yeah, I just want to see more Mario, and yeah, it feels like it's definitely time to like ha- have Mario back. Like I-, I miss Mario. I mean, sure, like the Mario Kart, Mario Kart Deluxe with the seat, the 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 season pass and all that. Fine, the the tour pass and all that, and of course, naturally with um Super Mario Party and all that. Fine, fine, fine. And uh, um, yeah, we don't talk about the sports games, please, unless you really uh, level up next level games, please level up on that. But yeah, I'm just wanting to can't wait for the next um, Mario 3D adventure game. So I'm I'm highballing it a little bit and going for it. we're getting a, a new Mario 3D adventure game this winter season. Oh, hold on, wait, what what season? Winter season. Okay, winter. Okay, I'm gonna now I'm gonna give you as the host and the new commissioner, if not obvious, um, like like I will get Scott the role, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give you an option here. You do not have to, because we don't know that a Mario game is coming this year, you do not have to do a season if you do not want to. I will I will let you have... All right, Mario so just uh, basically a new Mario adventure uh, being announced okay, or fine, is I'm coming. I'm fine with that. I, just, I want to give you the leeway because the Splatoon thing was different. We knew Splatoon 3 was coming, and you were the one that then predicted that it would come out in September, which you were right about. But with mm-hmm. this one, we don't know that a Mario game is coming out yet. So, all right, all right. So I won't constrict myself to that, yeah. Ali. All right, it, all right. I so. feel it's unnecessary in this particular case. So all I have, right, all right. I have you down for new Mario 3D game, i.e., Odyssey style. Fair. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's fair. You know what? You're right. With the Mario movie coming out, Nintendo's going to want to bank on that. They've got the uh, Super Mario, sorry, Super Nintendo World. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the in Hollywood, so that's going to boost Mario hype. And you know, yeah, that comes out before the movie, so that'll help. And so, a- adding a, mo- a game to that, uh, especially it's been o- it's o- been over five years since Odyssey, 
I'm mm. actually surprised that we haven't gotten a, not a sequel, but a follow-up to it. I mean, we had Mario Maker, but that's not the same. No. Yeah. Mm, right, right, right. So, yeah, I think they pr have a good amount of time to actually give us something or you just get a teaser of some sort. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right. What is your first pick of the second round? First pick of the second round. Uh, this one I'm definitely kind of is an oddball choice for me. And since we have been talking about Sega in a while bit, and yeah, they ha this is definitely an interesting port. I mean, and again, we did get Persona 5 to come on the Switch. So that thing we did, we've been begging for, begging for, and it finally happened. So this is the next franchise that I want Sega to come over to Switch. And if you know me, you know me. Don't say I that. wanted to bring... I wanted to bring the Yakuza series to the Switch. Okay, I, I, I saw that 100% coming. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw him saying something different, but this is fine. Yakuza, oh, sorry, wow. like a dragon. It's, it's technically like a dragon now, but yes, like a dragon slash Yakuza on Switch. Interesting pick. What were you think I was going to say, dear host? <laughs> it doesn't matter. He didn't say it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Like, we've been getting some recent good Sega properties coming in, and because naturally, again, we're having Persona 3 and Persona 4 come out literally in two weeks alongside with Fire Emblem Engage. So, yeah, why not bring Jayakasa series to the Switch? And granted, it's not, not going to be as, like, obviously high fidelity because, again, if you see the, like, the models on, like, even base PS4 is actually pretty pretty up there. But if they decide to go and bring the Yakuza series to the Switch, by all means, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Or heck, even bring like the, like the PSP game, uh, which they never brought here in America, to the Switch. Like, yeah, that, that would be a perfect uh, port to it. Like, bring the, um, the Japanese-only Yakuza finally here to Switch. And of course, naturally, with um, the recent like Yakuza Gaiden, Yakuza, the other Yakuza games coming out for the other consoles, especially with um, Yakuza, Yakuza E coming out on ps4 and ps5 and the other systems is like yeah why not use that to help bring forth uh, and bring it to the switch and because again we had it on the wii u why not bring it on the switch so yeah or are you really that worried i mean look at look at we had, we had yakuza on the wii u uh yes it was only on on japan is it on wii we wii u one of the two i forget but i know they have brought it all on, on i believe it's only a japan only last okay, time the call because i'm like i would remember that coming to the west because there was I, I i'm a little worried about this pick will because i remember the head guy of yakuza saying that there's a reason that they don't bring yakuza onto the switch and it's because of you know nintendo's perception of being family friendly or whatever but mm, yeah, it's Yakuza I mean, 1 true, and 2 true, that true, went to the true, Wii U, is... by the way. Uh, say that, sorry, sir. Yakuza 1 and 2 were on the Wii U. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, granted, there is definitely that argument, of course, with the family-friendly image, but uh, these days, I don't know, we, we need kind of need, we, we, uh, Switch games is definitely getting up there in terms of, like, I don't know, dark day, darker days. If you want to be taken seriously, you got to dress the, the thieves here. You got to dress the elephant in the room, or in this case, I don't know, many different assets and all that, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, why not bring in the Yakuza? And, and I know the original creator, uh, Nogoshi, left the company, but with the recent director now, I mean, yes, you see how Switch is doing. So, Sega, if you have anybody and see how the Switch test is, I mean, look at Persona. Yeah, I think it's time to bring another franchise in the port and please bring in Yakuza because we love Yakuza. We love Kiryu. Yeah, show more Kiryu Cosma. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
RGG studio head Masayoshi Okuyama said in a statement with IGN, when it comes to the Switch, it's kind of a system for a younger audience. It's how we picture it in Japan, anyway, for kids. So do we want to put a title where we're going and picking a fight with the world and doing all this Yakuza stuff on Switch? Will people be happy if we do that? And we're not confident that they will. So that's why we're probably not aiming for it. <laughs> and that was from September of last year. As in 2022. <laughs> yes! 2022! So... Yeah, People you... can change. You never know. Again, this is my more, my more high ball. Clearly, it's it's a, what, a red herring. You know, <laughs> I'll never see it coming. <laughs> if I can change. People have lied. Change. Remember, look at Persona. They have lied. <laughs> we can all change. But yeah, I mean, is it impossible? No, but I, it sounds kind of definitive. But you have a year to find out. You have a year. To find I mean, out. again, yeah, it's just a high ball, so I don't mind losing the point for that one. All right. Scott, what is your second round pick? I mean, if we're going for high bars, I'm just going to go pick with this one. But I think this could be the year that we get the Wind Waker switchboard announced. That's a high bar? <laughs> I'm serious. That's like, oh, we're going to get a switch port. Okay, which one? <laughs> like, that's a high bar? That, like, that doesn't seem that high. I mean, we, I had, we, had, we had the port on Wii U, so why? I mean, it, will it come to Switch? Maybe I don't know. Like, <laughs> don't don't say that's a high bar and then go. Oh yeah, we're gonna get Wind Waker on. Okay, Switch. fine. It's a high hope. <laughs> I don't think he knows how this draft works, <laughs> Will. I mean, he's done it once before. Did, did, is he is he still burned about Kingdom Hearts not being native on Switch? Is is this? <laughs> I mean, if that's oh. what, if that's what you want your pick to be, then fine. But it's just okay. If only, if only. <laughs> is, is, is that was that your pick? Do you want that to be your pick? Wind Waker on Switch? Yes. All right. <sighs> I, I'm not saying I'm disappointed, Scott. But <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm you saying. said I've had more ambitious ideas in the past. You're probably right. <laughs> I mean, it's just, especially the, with the Switch's, not tradition, but trope of just getting like every port imaginable, which was proven in October of last year alone. <laughs> All right. You know, like saying, hey, we're going to get a Wind Waker port on Switch. Like, okay. I mean, we got Skyward Sword uh, last year? Was that 2021? I think that was 2021. I yeah. don't. Yeah, 2021. I, yeah. I think it's 2021. I think I got it on Christmas last year or two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, because Tyler was still alive. I mean, that's Tyler existed. Tyler existed. <laughs> and, yeah, before Geoff Keighley took him out. Moving on. Uh, but okay, fine. Wind Waker on Switch. I mean, okay, sure. <laughs> now I'm going to show you what a real high bar is, Scott. Metroid Prime 4 in June. No. Uh, Metroid will not be on my list. I learned it was on my previous list. <laughs> <laughs> That I didn't say. Oh, that, right, that was you. That was you. Yeah. I, I'm actually, I actually laughed at it the whole yeah. time. I okay. even wrote laughing emojis on it. Yeah. You, you said Metroid. I said Kid Icarus. And we both got burned. So yes. here's a real high bar. We do know about certain other franchises that haven't been properly on Switch uh, coming to Switch. We know Pikmin 4 is coming. All right. So that is coming in 2023 at some point. My high bar is that we are going to get one or more of the following franchises. I'm going to get three franchises that I feel could be on Switch this year, and I want to get at least one of them. All right? My picks are 
Donkey Kong. Oh, but we got Tropical Freeze. That was a port. Shut up. <laughs> Star Fox. Screw it. I'm going to go Kid Icarus. Oh, God. <laughs> Two years in a row. <laughs> I believe in Daddy Sakurai. <laughs> All right. He made the tease. He said port on Switch. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to make a caveat for that one. Okay. I'm going to put a star right there. It cannot be a Kid Icarus port. It has to be a new Kid Icarus game. And same with, same with Donkey Kong and Star Fox. Like, I don't want Donkey Kong Country Returns Redux on Switch. I want Donkey Kong Country Returns plus whatever, you know, whatever title you want to give it. I want a new Star Fox game. A good Star Fox game, even. How about them apples? I want a good Star Fox game instead of whatever the heck Zero was. The best thing about that game was the puppet show we got to announce it. And you know it! <laughs> yeah, that was that was good times. Rest in peace, Mr. Iwata. Uh, but yes, between Donkey Kong, Star Fox, and Kid Icarus, we will get one on at least one on Switch this year. And here's my logic: why at, we are at, we are about to enter the sixth year of its life. Remember, it came out on March first. Was it third? Third. It was March third, twenty seventeen. Came out with Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. So March third, twenty twenty three is six years since its uh, birth, and we are getting, we are definitely in the back half of the year. They've, the dead has already said that themselves. We have had so many franchises grace the Switch's presence, both first party and third party. But Nintendo, especially now, as we are starting to get into that, hey, let's start thinking about the next console. They need to keep us entertained. They need to keep we the people entertained. They need to keep we the podcast hosts entertained. And that by doing that, by bringing in even more of the franchises that you haven't touched so far. Make it make that will make us happy, especially if it's Donkey Kong or Star Fox or Kid Icarus. Again, not ports. Has to be a new game. Has to be a new game. So that is my high. That's a real high bar. Okay. Do you understand, Scott? Do you understand? I gotcha. Uh huh. We'll see. We'll see with your next pick. <laughs> we'll see with your next pick. All right. We are in. We are. We're barely an hour into this thing. We, we're already on the third round. We might have to go for it now. All right. My third round pick. This is this one's tough because we're we're starting to get into the nitty gritty of what I what I want. Um. Oof. Okay, this one's a bold pick. Bold pick. I believe that Fire Emblem Engage will come out on January twentieth. <laughs> so bold. So bold. <laughs> bold. No, I'm just joking. Um, well, I kind of wonder if I want to piggyback off of Tyler's and pull a game of the year thing. I don't know. Uh, do I want to? Do I want to do that? That's it's risky. I'm risking points, guys. I'm risking points. <laughs> um, ugh, this is tough. Like I like going freestyle on these. I don't like thinking of picks ahead of time because I want to just you know be, be in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, what would be? What would be something big? I want to. I, I really want to go bold for this one. I want to. I really want to go bold. So, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. We're gonna get an F Zero announcement this year. <laughs> Alrighty, that, I know. That, that is a high bar. <laughs> I, I, I'm making it clear. I'm saying announcement, not game release. 
All right. Yes. Okay. So you're, you're, you're acknowledging that Nintendo's going to acknowledge F-Zero existing. Yeah, I am acknowledging the acknowledgement. <laughs> I am acknowledging the acknowledgement. It's time. Gosh dang you. All right. And I would have said, I probably, if it wasn't for the, the booster pass, uh, the booster course pass, I probably would have said Mario Kart 9. But that thing is going to be the booster pass. That's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. So if they're not going to give us a new racing game on the Mario side, Let's finally get us a Captain Falcon game. And remember, I made a really nice pitch for F-Zero Origins. And I think that would really be an idea. I'm still waiting on Nintendo to call me for that. All right. It, it'll, it'll, it'll happen. Right? They'll call, they'll call me. Right? Right? Anyway. <laughs> laugh, Scott. <laughs> so uh... I think they have to tell Scott to laugh when he just should know to laugh. You know? <laughs> But uh, I know. Just press the laugh button. Yeah, press, press. Where's my laugh track? Dang you! Um, I know it's a long shot. It's it's. I I know I've done F zero in the past, and I've I've failed horribly. But if there was a year, with, it would be this year. It has to be. This, okay, it doesn't have to be, but it, it should be this year. All right, we have nothing outside of Pikmin in the, at least the back half of the year, and Pikmin's nice. I'm not gonna play it. All right, I will <laughs> I will play F zero if Nintendo releases it this year, or even if they just announce it, it could be one of those games that, you know, you just throw at the end, like the, the, like the editing cycle, and you go, okay, if it works, okay, we know that for next time. Like, that kind of a game. Let it be this one. <laughs> we want Captain Falcon back outside of Smash Brothers, <laughs> all right? Yeah, we really do. We really do. It's time. It's time. All right. Scott, third round pick. Let's go. All right, this one is going to be a harder one to describe, but... <clears throat> do your best. So this is going to be one GameCube remaster or remake that is an unexpected remake or remaster. So a game that people don't generally would want from the GameCube will make it onto the Switch. Can you give but me not a port. Has to be a remaster or a remake. So like, Tim's, so like Tales of Symphonia. Yes, similar to that. Okay. Can you give me an example? <laughs> so say if I don't know, say we see a Nintendo Direct and say Naruto Clash of Ninja decides to get a remaster for the Switch which is one of the few games uh, that's a GameCube exclusive that's only on the GameCube kind of a deal. Right, right, right. right. <clears throat> and I was wondering, so... like, you went really quickly to Naruto. Like, I was just saying, like, give me a general example. You're like, oh, Naruto, Clash of Ninjas. Like, oh, I was, so I was watching a video about, like, showing off, um, like, the Naruto games that were exclusive to various platforms because we had, like, the PS3 with, like, Ultimate Ninja Storm. You had Xbox 360 with, like, Rise of the Ninja. And then it was uh, yeah, GameCube yeah. had Clash of the Ninja. They all had random Naruto exclusives, so I just had that as my mind. <laughs> we had a Naruto GameCube exclusive. <laughs> so, okay, so your pick, your third round pick, is an unexpected GameCube remaster slash remake. Yes. Okay. So, I just want to... I want to have clarity on this because you know the points. The points matter. You know this. Yes, yes, they do. If in the context of unexpected, what is the bar that it would be expected? So I'd say like games that have more or less. You think that would have like a high expectation for it making some some like say they're high desired games like say Legend of Zelda Four Swords or whatever. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so like a so a first or third party game, uh, uh, yeah, King game. First or third party game that has a big following, getting the remake remaster is expected. 
but then something like Naruto Clash of Ninja wouldn't be. Yes. So Tales of Symphonia would be kind of expected because it's a beloved RPG in the Tales yeah. of Yeah, I'd put like that in the middle, but yeah, it'd be more on the expected side because of Tales of Symphonia being the more popular Tales game. Yes. Okay. All right. That, that, is, that, that is definitely interesting. And we, kn we know that they have done GameCube ports, including Tales of Symphonia, so, or remasters. So, okay. Okay, I, I see what you're doing there. All right. Will, your third round pick. My third round pick. Uh, uh, let's see. Going, we're going to the whole Sega train. I mean, fine and all that. So I'm just <laughs> oh, going, might as well go somewhere different. I think someone yeah, likes like, Sega or something here. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a Sonic boy like a certain <laughs> previous co-host, but fine. But yeah, going through the library. And Other here, Sega it. library. No. <laughs> right, right, right. Also, right, though, and... before, before we, you say your pick, uh, you're asking me what game I thought you were going to talk about uh, instead of Yakuza. What was the other Sega franchise or Sega game that you love to talk about more than life itself? Oh, jeez. I wonder what kind of me of all these many years of podcasting. I, I want Skies of Arcade remake on Switch, please. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's what I was expecting. Then you said Yakuza, and I was relieved. <laughs> so, yes, yes. I have been praying to the to the lords up above the Sega. Like, yes, I know Overwork is gone, but heck, we had we had Valkyrie Chronicles coming to the Switch, and it was made from the prior team. So, yes, and we had cameo characters from them. So, why not bring Skies of Arcadia to Switch? It's about bloody time. Even like some of the original like creators, like, yeah. All these years, they still remember it. Like, yes, it's about time. We need to get us freaking Skies Arcadia straight up remake or port. It's like, I would not, I would mind if you just bring back the old GameCube era days or Dreamcast days. Just bring it on to the, to the system. And yes, let us play it. Because one, we would, we, I'm not sure. Again, I, I, I said this many times over in private podcasts. But the fact that the GameCube or Dreamcast versions is going well over like, $200 or more on eBay and resellers right now. It's just absolutely maddening. It's and insane. It, like, it's just like, for, for preservation's sake, bring these old classic good back. I mean, sure, don't bring like Shenmue to the Switch because, again, we know how Shenmue had worked it out. <laughs> but bring back something of these great glorious classics like Skies of Arcadia or heck, even Power Stones. Those glory days of the Dreamcast days that many people love for so dearly that you have to like, don't get it, have to download a bloody emulator for it. Skies of Arcadia is just one of those games like you have to experience it. Like, sure, it may be dated out in these day and age, but. Again, nostalgic games like this is just time a dozen these days. I mean, sure, we have the God of War Ragnarok, we have the Odin Rings and all that, fine, but Skies of Arcadia, man, it is reason why it has stood the test of time, and all these years, fans, diehard fans like myself, has been pr preaching that we want to port. So, yes, I'm, I'm just going to continue praying, hoping to the Sega gods above that we will hope get a, a Skies of Arcadia port or remake. So is that your official pick? Yes, I'm, I'm locking it down for that. That is my final answer, dear Regis. All right. Oh, I'm Regis, huh? I was like, is that your final answer? <laughs> Will, the answer was wrong. Why did you pick that? You just lost a million dollars. No. Rest in peace, Regis. All right, so Skies of Arcadia remake slash port. I will give you the uh, the the leeway of either. Yeah, so. yeah. Ah. <sighs> I admire loyalty. Trust me, I am dying to say a Golden Sun remake or new game. Or yeah, no, I'm not expecting Golden <laughs> Sun anytime soon, sadly. 
I mean, no, that could be said Camelot too early. busy with all the Mario sports games. Yeah. Right, right, right. All, with, all their, with all their lack of support. What the risk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it's actually, we've only been doing this for an hour and 15 minutes. So, want to go one more round? Sure, sure, really? sure. sure. Okay. Well, we're doing the snake. So, Will, what is your fourth round pick? Fourth and final pick. Fourth and final pick. I mean, I could definitely go for the easy route and say no, continue on with no Nintendo NFTs just for an easy point. But I won't, I won't, be, I won't do that. I won't. Okay, just say like that would technically be against the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that I, I won't use a, the repeat pick. So I won't do that. Like, I won't do I, that. I've said Kicker isn't, but I said last year was the port. This time it was a brand new game. So just say. Yeah. So all right. Okay. So uh, the last one. Okay, this one's kind of like off off the script for me here because like I was considering should I put it because I actually was gonna say F Zero myself, but then you said it, so that kind of <laughs> screwed oh. me up a little bit here. <laughs> so like. The Earthwake, uh, what is dear, near and dear to my heart that is just quite good in the flow, uh, one would be at my fourth pick. And yeah, this one would be also in the realm of like uh, my prayer above like Scars Arcadia Port. And um, I guess I just want, um, uh, how do I properly describe this? Word this. Uh, how about uh, from Nintendo to continue on with the more cultured games? <laughs> quote unquote. <laughs> like, okay, okay, maybe I'm just being too vague, but yes, we had Bayonetta, but I'm guessing, like, and of course, naturally, we're going to get with the Fatal Frame, and Fatal Frame has that interesting history because I know they have, like, those, um, I think, was it us on Nintendo Costumes? I don't know, I forgot. But yeah, 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 I'm going kind of like the, yeah, lowbrow route here, and yes, like, I have Nintendo uh, release a bit more of the more cultured games on the side. I mean, I'm not going to say, like, Senan Kagura level, I mean, unfortunately, the creator is gone, but like, he's he's not dead, he's not dead, but yeah, he's he's not he's not around, but yeah, Nintendo definitely developed more into the more um cultured realm of the scenes because again with bayonetta as well as like heck i mean go to the part of like even some otaku games because again we have we have seen nintendo um branching out into the um, uh uh otome games like uh the be the um, the romance simulators were on their um i think from nipo ichi software as well as uh, idea factory i know like they have been doing yes, some did. um we got uh, amnesia finally over here on the west because of that Right, 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 right. So they have been definitely slowing apart here on the Western side of things. So yeah, uh, just continue along with more code games. And yes, we are going to include everybody. So if you love your boys, if you love the girls, by all means, we are all <laughs> inclusive here. So if you want like your, your boys love, you want your handsome boys he came in or do you want some big bossy or like whatever type of women that you like by all means culture like with southern Chicago, whatever baby that you're also welcome to. So more culture games from Nintendo. That's what I would say. And again, well, I'm going to include everything. If you like boys, if you like girls, whatever it may be. All right. I will let you put that, but there's a caveat here. I put in your pick, must have specific examples. Mm, that's a specific example. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Not you. Not you right now. When the year is done, you have to be able to say <laughs> which wait, were the more cultured games <laughs> if we're being honest we could easily say that oh yeah there's gonna be at least one this year but i wouldn't be able to name it scott oh, i mean he just like neptunia so i guess he would be able to name one but he's really cultured yeah yes he's really okay, cultured. He's, 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 <laughs> nope not not following that up uh but you you will by the end of the year have to specifically state the games 
All right, all right, all right. Listen, I'll, I'll, I'll deep into the to the rabbit hole that it is, which yeah. I have been famous for. Right. And also, and also, just to be more specific here, it has to be a Western release, like because Western release. Gotcha, gotcha. Obviously, they're coming out in Japan. We 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 already know that it's already happening. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of shovelware like that there, in Japan. There, yeah, <laughs> I know. True, true, true. That is true. That true. is true. I do get those press releases for East Asia all the time, actually. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you say so. The uh, I know they have been doing that. So, so you, you, this can be your final pick. That is fine. But by the end of the year, you must have specific examples of what's the release. Okay, what okay. the releases were. Otherwise, you could just say like, "Oh yeah, there were cultured games released." I get a point. No, you don't. You have All to right, specific that. examples. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Specific games. There you go. All right, Scott, your final pick. <sighs> Debating if I want to say this one because it's a little similar. Oh, <laughs> Will was saying, but it was more of just I want more Idea Factory games on Switch. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Now that they've started doing a little more with their brands on Switch, I did want to see them have more of those games come out because we still only have like one Neptunia game on the Switch. Oh darn! How are we living? How are we living without more <laughs> Neptunia games? The horror! <laughs> the horror! <laughs> I don't know. It's just sad. Yes, sure, sure, Jan. <laughs> uh, all right. Is that? Do you want that to be your final pick? Yeah, let's go with that. All right. So specifically, more Idea Factory games on Switch. Yes. <laughs> all right. And I will ask you, much like with Will, uh, you not, need to have examples provided by the end of the year. That should be easy enough. I keep I get emails about that all the time. <laughs> all right. So my final pick, the final pick of this draft, since we are doing wish fulfillment, and I am not cultured. <laughs> I'm, I mean, you're playing Persona Five, so I'll give you that much. Persona Five is a cultured game, but for different is reasons. It, is it, <laughs> it is cultured. I mean, you will be surprised. I mean, I would say that in the overall, because when you go to the different districts, be like really experienced. It never, never It's it serves many realms. Persona is a, is a series that serves many realms. I mean, we, Kawakami does, you know, become a maid. So that, which is definitely a Japan thing. So, all right, anyway, since we are all doing wish fulfillment for our last one, uh, my wish is quite simple. Given what happened last year, with a certain game. That was really beloved, did good sales, and was nominated for Game of the Year. There is no reason we do not get a Xenoblade Chronicles X port. <laughs> it is time. You want to talk about time? Well, this is the one Xenoblade game that is not on Switch. All right, one, two, and three are all there. We are waiting for our Wii U brother. <laughs> One of the few games that's locked on the Wii U. It is! <laughs> right, right, true, true. And of course, now with the service ending on the, on the eShop on Wii U. Yeah, right, 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 right. Exactly. So now is the time. And if we're lucky, and I, this is not part of my pick, this is this is real wish fulfillment. I hope they do what they did with uh, the first, uh, sorry, with the first game's port and add epilogue content because I am tired of wondering what the heck that ending was. Right. 100%. <laughs> that ending was like, and I, I will always remember, I did the review before I beat the game because it took a while to defeat. And then I remember getting to that ending and I'm like, wait, what? 
and then the and then, then Xenoblade Chronicles 2 came out and it was not connected to X at all in any way and small spoiler for Will and Scott uh there are no X references in 3 all right okay yeah 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 one, one and two are in there in various capacities yeah but X is not so it is like almost the redheaded stepchild and I don't like that because it was a good game. There are so many people asking for X on Switch. This is the year. <laughs> this has to be the year. Because there's the love for Xenoblade is bigger than ever. It just got nominated for Game of the Year. So more people are going to have eyes on it because of that. Everybody loved the flute guy at the, at the Game Awards Orchestra. Now is the time. Now is the time. <laughs> give, me, give me what I want. And I want Xenoblade Chronicles export. All right. All right. And with that, we are ending the seventh annual Nintendo Draft. And I have saved the notepad. And we are ending this episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. Do let us know what your hopes, what your hopes are for Nintendo in 2023. Is it a game you want released? Is it a console you want announced? Notice that none of us said the next console will be announced. I don't think that'll happen this year. I, it's still early. It's still I, early. I, feel, I feel it would be next year. I, I, obviously, I don't know. I don't have proof of this, but just a feeling. I think it'll be announced next year and then maybe come out in 2025. But that's that's another tale for another time. So do you want a, a console announcement or a lack of announcement, as Scott has done over there? <laughs> um, do you want a port? Do you want a franchise to make their debut on Switch? Do you want... Uh, we, we barely talked third... I guess we talked third parties at the end with the cultured title. <laughs> <laughs> but beyond that, I was tempted to say like a major exclusive will come to Switch, but technically that's not really much of a pick. And I would It's more time exclusive these days. Yeah, time exclusive. Or, or I would... I would have to be more specific, like, you know, something from Ubisoft, something from Square Enix, or Platinum Games. Oh, there you go, Platinum Games, we already know we're getting banned out of, so I already win. So I have to be more specific than that. But, you know, what are your hopes? By the end of this year, what do you want to have done to say, like, yep, I called that, I'm glad they listened to me. Let us know in the comments below. And of course, what side are you going to pick in the Splatfest? So... For Skull Kid Scott and Wario Will, I am Triforce Todd. And ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not out of lives. We made the end of the level. So, raise the flag.